Now we're rolling. Damage Plan MMA Podcast. I'm Jason. As always, my co-host, the voice of MMA in Utah, who is now in California right now, Zach Partridge. What up, Doug? Doug? The whole enchilada. I like that shirt. The whole enchilada podcast. Our friend Marcus Green. Yeah. He, he has a great podcast. podcast. Like it's a business podcast. Yeah. Everybody likes good business podcasts. Go subscribe to the whole enchilada podcast. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Well, Fighter Spotlight podcast today. Bringing on, bringing back our boy, the judge, Johan Rubio. What's up, Johan? How's it going, guys? Dude, the I love judge. that. I love that, that fight happen? name. The judge, because he's got the judge freaking thing on his shirts that we're getting mocked up Judge Dredd. Yeah, Judge Dredd. Like remember, that. remember they said that somebody said it was a Nazi sign because he has like the little. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> somebody was like, I don't think he should do that. That's that's not. And I'm like, dude, come on. It's the freaking logo, man. So, Johan, January 29th, you're stepping back in the Fierce Fighting Championship cage. Oh, yeah. That's super soon. Less than three weeks out. I can you taste feeling? it. So close. How you oh, feeling? I feel great. I feel good. Weight's on point, you know, I feel strong, cardio's good. Um, I, I'm just ready to get back in there. I feel like it's been forever. It's been, yeah, I mean, with how active you, you, you when you came back from your break, you started getting really active, but it had a little injury, right? Time to get active. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a little setback, but, uh, you know, everything happens for a reason, so I, I learned some good things, you know, during my time off, and, uh, you know, so I th- I think all it was time for me to grow more, you know. Where where do you yeah. feel like you've grown from your last fight to this one? Um your pro debut to now your second fight as a pro. Yeah, I definitely think um my stand-up has improved a lot. I've been doing a lot of uh technical boxing and so it's it's been good for me. Just kind of like sit back and like uh kind of like hold back on the kick so hard and so we're really work on my boxing and my head movement. So I'm excited. I thought you actually grew a lot there from your Radden fight to your pro. Yeah. Team. I, I thought your, your, uh, your striking, especially with your hands, actually in the Radden fight, it seemed like you were brawling more where in your pro debut, it seemed like you were setting up big shots and then specifically sitting down on punches, but not throwing everything a hundred percent. Yeah, so Jeremy had actually worked on that a lot with me on kind of not really trying to do the whole brawl thing anymore <laughs> um, and and uh, kind of like really be confident in the stand-up, right? Like really sit down and or sit down on the punches and uh, make sure that I'm really uh, committed. Uh-oh, did we lose him? Lost the volume there. We lost your volume, Johan. Can you hear us? Can you hear me now? He's got a dope little setup there. Yeah. Rock Rockwell Times watch. Yeah. Yeah. It's oh, I just heard something. Oh, oh, we disconnected. He'll be back. We'll get him back well, on here. And for, for people like tuning in, well, he'll he'll be he'll be right back. People yeah. who are tuning in. Johan, what one thing that he uh a bit there. Oh there, there you go. Can you hear me? There we go. We're back. Yep. 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 Here, give me one second. All you guys' good. voices are kind of weird too. I can't really hear you. Uh-oh. Well, yeah. Well, so what I was just saying was your pro debut, all the syndicate guys were all ranting and raving about your opponent and how good he was. And I'm like, yo, that's pretty good. And they were all talking about, um, I mean, basically saying the guy's not going to lose. No, they were all, you remember, they all 
went right and, up to the cage and were watching that fight and helping coach the kid. And and Johan pieced him up, choked him out. Yeah, yeah, that was a uh, that was a good fight. There he is. Okay, can there you hear us go. now? Yeah, there we go. Yeah, I can. Okay. Nope, and we just oh, lost him again. Now we just lost him again. What is going on here? The the judge and 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 the, the cop not the judge savvy. The, the judge didn't pay his cable bill. <laughs> his internet, internet bill. bill. His internet bill. Oh, um. Well, I mean that that I mean, but it, when you watch if like fighters evolve, like, like oh yeah, on two, he has yeah. he has the heart and he has a lot of those intangibles. Third time's a charm. Third time's Boom. a charm. Can, can you hear us now? Are we okay? Do we sound good? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you and I can see you. <laughs> Oh my god! Where right. were we? No, well, we were just talking about like you, you watch fighters evolve and stuff too. You know, you 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 showed that you have the things that you can't teach, right? The heart, the no quit, and the things like that. That's great, and that will take you a, a ways in this sport. But watching fighters evolve in their skills from fight to fight—that's a big thing too. Like, I mean, you, you get to the highest levels. Everybody even talks about like Justin Gaethje, right? Like we've seen Justin evolve his last few fights as well. It's like he got to the highest of highs and is still evolving. We look at Kamara, yeah. what he's doing. Yeah, how he's, he's evolving even as a champion, becoming better. That, yeah, that I definitely. I, not getting complacent in a set style. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I think that's one thing that if you're definitely going to take this far and definitely um, going to go all the way with it, as someone would say, you definitely have to be able to evolve and, you know, really sharpen the tools, not just like focus on the one thing. Like there are guys that are just good wrestlers that can brawl a bit. They, that'll take them a good long way, you know? Uh, but if they don't have the jujitsu, if they don't have the like technical stand up, when they go against guys that can stand with them and then defend their wrestling, then they're kind of stuck. Right. Yeah. So it's, it's definitely one of those. On their face in the fight. Yep. Yeah. When, when a fighter doesn't have an answer, you can see their whole everything change in the fight. Yeah. There was a there was a fight on your pro debut that we saw that with uh that Ahmad Sanchez guy. Remember his yeah. opponent? Same thing. The guy came he's on in this there. Card as well. His opponent, Caden Bentley, is on this card as well. Yeah, yeah. You could kind of see he just he did he didn't have the answer for once he, once he realized he didn't have an answer for something, yeah. It the, the look on your whole face changes. That's oh, how yeah. I feel every every day when I go to jujitsu. That's exactly how I feel. <laughs> I don't have an answer other than just tap. <laughs> the ultimate defense. Yeah. So, Johan, uh, what do you know about your, your opponent, Dominico Salas? Dude, Dominico. So, um, I've kind of studied him a little bit. Um, not too in-depth, but I I mean, I've heard it time and time again from people is, dude, this, this dude's a dude that has heavy hands yeah, and an iron, iron chin. And no quitting him. He'll just keep moving forward. And that's what I'm expecting from him is just like a hard, gritty fight where, you know, he's just going to keep moving forward, trying to lay down the leather real hard, trying to put me out. And uh, so that's what I'm expecting from him. I think you just nailed it. That's that's pretty much him to a, him to a team. Man, that, that fight he had against, uh, was it Trevor Bradshaw, was just a all-out war, man. I love love yeah. Dom. I'm I'm super excited about your guys' fight. I, I respect both you guys, consider both you guys friends. So this will be a uh this will be a good scrap. Yeah, I'm excited for it. It's gonna be a good one, that's for sure. Yeah, I mean that this fight and you know, when when the fight like this one's matched up, that's 
But that I don't know. See, because I, I there's two ways to view it. People saw your Radden fight and they look at the way Dom fights and they're like, oh yeah, they're just gonna stand and bang. Yeah. And could you? Sure, you could. You could choose to engage in that. But I also see something too. It's like we can really see an evolution and you know, almost like a Rubio 2.0 style in this fight if you choose to do so. Up to you. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely we I've definitely talked about it with Jeremy a ton kind of going into this fight and what his expectations are and what mine are. Um, like, I mean, everyone has a game plan until you get punched in the face. Right. Yep, um, yeah. So we'll kind of see how it goes plate by ear, but um, I'm definitely planning on being more technical, um, especially in the stand-up aspect of things, not just getting in a phone booth war with him. Um, yeah. Cause I definitely think he's a dangerous dude not to look over, you know, I don't think, um, I definitely think that he'd have some hands that I should be concerned about. So I don't know if that's the smart way to do it, but you know, everything happens for a reason. So who knows? We'll see what happens. Well, so where do you find the balance? Cause there is a balance. I hear some people talk about, well, I just do what the fans want to see. I stand and bang. Are you, I hear like you hear wrestlers. I'll circle back Justin Gaethje again. He's like, yeah, I could wrestle, but fans want to see, striking so he that he does he gives the fans what they want and it's like but is it some point the point to win yeah (laughs) yeah i think it i think it's hard to find that middle ground of like i want to be exciting i want to be you know someone that the crowd looks forward to watching every single time um but at the same time kind of like you said like but we want to win here like that's the that's the goal is to win so i think kind of like circling back to what you were saying about like the Johan 2.0, right? Being more technical with the stand-up, yeah. not being so wild with it. I think that'll be a good middle ground for me is being technical, being confident in my stand-up, and then kind of like see what happens if he wants to brawl. Um, just he does, by the way. Play the, te- play the technical aspect of it and uh, see how that goes, you know? Maybe I'll have to take him down. Maybe, maybe he'll be too much on the stand-up aspect of things. I don't know. I have, you know? So we'll see what happens. Um, I hope I don't. I hope I don't get into that like ego mindset again with Casey. Like with Casey, don't where I'm, it, I'm like, oh, dude, I'm I'm gonna hang with him, bro. So like, <laughs> we'll see what happens. I think the, I think the best thing is to just like wait till fight day and we'll see what happens. I mean, yeah, like you said, there it's that balance of finding the confidence of, you know, because there there's some guys, you know, I I've been, I've been in I've been in a fight. Where I'll never forget. I was like, I could stand in front of this guy all day and I know for a fact my chin's going to hold up longer than him, right? It's like, I, I'm not I'm not even worried about that. But then there's other guys where you're just like, eh, it's probably going to be wise here to, you know, let's set up a takedown at some point or, or use angles so we're never standing in front of him. Yeah. You know, it's it, 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 that, that balance game. I'm super excited for that fight. I'm super excited for your, the whole card. Um, are there any other fights on that card that you're looking forward to watching as a fan? You know, I actually uh, actually just saw that Casey's fighting on yep. again. So I'm, I'm excited nope, to watch that. He, unfortunately, we just had to get a replacement for him. Oh, did you? Yeah. yeah. He, 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 he tested positive to the vid. The oh, Rona. that sucks. He, he I was looking forward to watching him fight. Yeah. He's, yeah. It's always fun. But he'll, he'll be back soon. So Johan, not not looking past January 29th and, and Dominico, but what's 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 on the agenda for the rest of the year? Do you plan on getting a couple more fights in? Where where are you what are you looking for after this fight? 
Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, you know, hopefully everything goes according to plan. Hopefully there's no injuries after this fight. Um, obviously a win is, you know, what I want. Um, but I think regardless of the outcome, I'll want to fight sooner rather than later. Um, hopefully, you know, if we're talking January, maybe March, April time, have another fight lined up if, you know, if there's no injuries or anything. And then hopefully fight again during the summer. Um, I want to stay pretty active this year. I really want to um, kind of test my skill set and uh, go against dudes that, you know, people would be impressed that I won, you know, just kind of like Dominica, one of those dudes that like, okay, like he's going to be tough. So it would be a good win for me. You know, yeah. it's not yeah. just a dude yeah. that it's like, oh, he's just going to walk through him. Is there you anybody know? you have in mind? Is there anybody you want to say, you hey. know, I actually, I actually don't, I don't keep up with the rankings as much as I should. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, but we like, have, I'm, we have I'm a pretty, people. yeah, I, I'm pretty open to fighting anybody. I mean, obviously I trust Jeremy's judgment more than anybody's. So he's the one that ultimately helps decide on who I'm fighting. Um, he's like my manager. So that's just kind of is what it is. Cool. What's it like having, having Jeremy Horn in your, in your corner? Oh, it's insane. That dude's wealth of knowledge is just like endless. No matter where I'm at, what I'm doing, um, that dude's not just like intelligent, like fighting wise, but yeah. life wise, you know, business wise, obviously our gym's pretty popular and, you know, we have a lot more people going there. And so he's, he's a wealth of knowledge all over. I I've noticed I, just to touch on what you just said about a lot of people there. I've noticed your guys' gym is getting pretty packed and you guys got a damn good stable of fighters coming out of there now. Um, and it's, yeah. it's kind of quietly, a lot of people, you don't really hear it pop up too much, but I mean, you're over there, uh, Malachi's over there, Dave Maggio, who's coming on the podcast Friday's over there. Um, who yeah. am I missing, Zach? Who else is over there? Don't ask yeah, me. Um, Spencer. Yeah. Um, you got the other Spencer that just fought on a Muay Thai card. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's a stud. You got oh, Oliver, yeah, right. the big heavyweight. You got Andy Boquette. That dude is probably gonna walk through every heavyweight in Utah. I call, I'm calling it. I'm Ooh. calling it right now. Ooh, that what's dude his name? is a monster. What's his name? Andrew Boquette. When's he fighting? Yeah. Uh, so he was actually supposed to fight, I think, on in February, but his opponent had backed out. Which I honestly, I don't blame him. Like Andy's a scary dude. Is he? That's a scary right. dude. That's one of those dudes that you spar with, and you're like. Uh, this guy, this, this is gonna suck. <laughs> this is. I got a couple of those. Sports, all right, man. all right. Yes, we're gonna have to keep so his name on our he, radar then. And his jujitsu too, for like his size, like you would expect him to be slower and not as methodical or technical, and but he's good. So I'm excited to watch him kind of progress and awesome walk through walk through Utah's heavyweight division. Nice. All right. Uh, what um. All right, one last question for me, and then uh, we can wrap this up for you. Who UFC fighter favorite UFC fighter? Uh, see, that's a hard question. Um, <laughs> see, I've Ooh. always been a fan of like Dustin Poirier, okay, just because of like his grind mindset of like I just work hard and I don't care what's going to happen. I'm just going to like grind my way to the top, right? One of those yeah. types of dudes that you can't you can't question his work ethic. No. Yeah. Um, but I was very disappointed in his last fight. Why? Yeah. Oliveira. 
I didn't like how he laid on the ground with Oliveira just for a round. Um, I understand why, because Oliveira's super dangerous on the ground, right? I just wish he would have kind of like put a little bit more effort in maybe trying to stand up or scramble. And but I also understand that if you create dangers, a scramble with Oliveira, if you create a scramble with Oliveira, he's going to snatch your neck or a, or a limb, an arm or something. That's a yeah. dangerous. That's a dangerous game to play for sure. But I mean, how did it end up anyways? Yeah. Same. Yeah. True. Right. So, Very true. So MMA is one of these things too. Where, unless your name's Khabib or Johan, <laughs> eventually everybody has a bad day at the office too. I don't think that was the best Dustin Poirier we've ever seen. No, like, I don't he, think so either. That was not the sharpest Dustin we've seen. Yeah. yeah. And I just don't chalk it up to, listen, he was great both times against Connor. He, his Dan Hooker performance was incredible. Like he's been stacking up so many incredible performances. He actually did really well against Khabib compared to a lot of sure. people. He he's got I a lot of money. Bad fight. Yeah. I mean, you got to figure though that was that was his third big fight of the year. He he, yeah. he goes and fights McGregor twice this, this last year. No, it's got to be mentally exhausting too. Oh, right? I can't even imagine. I I I think that had a lot to play into into the results. And the I don't way- think- the way Oliveira performs too, like you can't, you can't fault him for, for being, you know, whether you call it nerves or like, maybe you're just so exhausted from all the like fame and publicity and like the pressure of those types of fights. I don't know what it would be, but I mean, like Oliveira is this dangerous dude. So I, I don't fault him at all. There's not very many. I can't think of another champion right off the top of my head. That's been through what Oliveira has been through to get to the top battling through adversity, battling through the losses he's battled through. And that, that, that speaks volumes to me. Oh yeah, well, I agree. And Oliveira too. He's kind of changed the script, right? I mean, yeah. he's officially, cause remember they talked about, he has quit in him. He has quit in him. Right. Yeah. And, and says you, you either have it or you don't, he might be the first guy that's making people have to change the way they think where it's like, you can evolve into a guy that doesn't have quit in him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely one of those dudes that uh, that you definitely have seen in the past. Like you see them quit or you see them tap, do whatever it is, you know, someone gets the better of you. Um, But then you evolve and your confidence grows and then you're like, wow, dude, like I am not a quitter. I can push through these things. I can uh, be the best. Right. So. Did, did you see he's talking about he's open to moving up to welterweight or moving back down? To 145. That'd be super fight with Usman. I, I actually <laughs> him and Volk would be him and Vol- be, Volkanovsky interests me a lot. That would be a great fight. Because yeah. they're both so technical. That would be that would be nuts. If he could still make 145, that's that's actually the fight I'd really like to see. I, yeah, I don't know if he's I don't know if he has the size to mess with Usman, but I man. All right, Johan, do you have any sponsors you want to give a shout-out to? Oh, wait. Prediction on the fight. Are you going to give us a prediction? Oh, on the fight? All right. So, um, I mean, I'm one of those dudes that, you know, kind of like whatever happens, happens, right? Um, I have, like, a mental game plan of, like, how I would like to perform. Um, So, I would like to finish him by no later than the second round. And I'd like to do it by either a knockout or a submission. I always look for the finish, whether it's, you know, a knockout or a submission. Um, 
I don't like to be cocky and say I'm going to knock him out or I'm going to submit him. But that would be my preference is definitely putting him away no later than the second round. Eminari roll to a hill hook. It'll be there. <laughs> you, you, you knock out a guy like Dom, that's, that's huge. That's I don't think he's ever be been good knocked out. Yeah, I don't think he's ever been finished either. Well, this is the first yeah, time for everything. You never this know. Is, if I'm not mistaken, this is his pro debut too, isn't it? No, him and Trevor Bradshaw. Oh, was oh, that's right. That's right. You're right. All right, Johan, any uh, sponsors you want to give a shout-out to? Anybody you want to give a shout-out to? Yeah, definitely. So I got Water and Wellness here. My dude, Walter, down there has always been taking care of me. Ever since my uh, Tanner Hines fight, he helps me out. No questions asked. Super good dudes. Um, super great water, supplements, whatever you need, they got it. Um, one of my newer sponsors, one of my favorite sponsors, Rockwell. Uh, Johnny down there has always been taking care of me. He's giving me a bunch of products, a bunch of training gear. Um, super good dudes down there too. They support uh, first responders all the time. They're always giving out free watches to police, fire, EMS people, military. Super good dudes. Um, damage Plan Athletics always do damage. Can't thank you guys enough. You guys have been super helpful to me. You guys are helping me with a banner and uh, getting some shirts and hoodies made. I'll be posting about that later today. And, I just emailed uh, you the mock-ups, by the way. Perfect. We'll get a post going, and uh, hopefully we'll sell a bunch of them. And uh, I'd like to thank Spartan Trades. They just recently contacted me and, you know, kind of hooked me up with some stuff and a bunch of money. And now, you know, I was able to pay, like, a bunch of my meal preps because of their help. And okay. uh, super, super good dudes down there. Definitely check out their Instagram. They got a lot of good advice on trading. Um, elite performance, as always. Home gym of the best fighters in Utah. That's what I like to think anyways. Heck yeah. Um, super good guys. Uh, CBD revolutionaries. They helped me in the past before too. Super good dudes. Um, and then we'll kind of we'll see if any more sponsors kind of take off. Heck yeah. Love it, man. That's awesome. And just so you know, everybody can go to the new fiercefightingchampionship.com website. Go to tickets and click on Johan's picture to get his tickets. Right now, he's leading in ticket sales, so he's killing it. Ooh. And then uh, – The Judge Army, baby. Also, if you can't make it to the fights but want to order the pay-per-view, we are working on it. And it should be done this week to where the fighters will actually get a cut of their – pay-per-view sales as well awesome so there you go johan awesome. awesome well i appreciate that guys all right january 29th can't wait to see you back in the uh fierce fighting championship case johan it's gonna be a war don't miss it Roger that man we will talk to you later appreciate you joining us yeah It's a natural. It's a natural.